0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode It's Israelitis. How's it going? I'm very excited to come back here. Um, I know it's been a while, but I'm glad to have an a, like a message for y'all. Well, I guess it's a testimony part three that y'all have been waiting for, and I'm very excited to share it with you. Um, it took a lot of procrastination, but here I am now. Um, so... Before I get started, I would like to say, hey guys, my name is Omega, and just know that I'm here for all those who need to hear this, and in one of my episodes, I mentioned how if you do Sunday, I'm not talking about, like, Innocent saying, I'm not mentioning you or talking about you. The word cannot be for you. But that is not the case. Um, The Father corrected that. And um, whoever needs this word, it is for you. And so, the testimony part three is pretty much, if you have not listened to the other ones, recommend. But you can still stay here. But, um, recommend um, going to those... Part one and two, um, just so you guys can get a little bit of understanding, but I will summarize a little bit in a second. But I want to start off in prayer, and so let's get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to be used for your kingdom and for your glory. I thank you so much, Father, that for the people that are listening, for the people that will touch, that your spirit will be upon them, that your Rukh Hakodesh, your Holy Spirit, will allow them to feel peace, allow them to feel your presence, and allow them to feel comforted by this testimony that if it is for them or for for their friend or for their family member that your spirit will just allow them to feel so excited and great joy. For Father, your word says that we've overcome by the blood of the Lamb by the word of our testimony. And I thank you so much, Father, for your kindness. In the name of Yahweh, Yahusha Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, I pray. Con. Alright, so now um let's get started. So I would like to start off with um <laughs> sorry I'm a little rusty <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm a little rusty. But let's let's do this. Okay, so first things first, I'm going to give you a little background so Um, for testimony a little bit, part one, it's, like, about, you know, when I first gave my life to Christ, like, the journey of, you know, dealing with sexual morality, pornography, masturbation, and, like, struggling with, um, uh, finding the right friends and, like, not just finding the right friends, but it was always just the idea of identity loss and all this stuff, and just, like, trying to figure that out, and then I gave my life to Christ, saying, Jesus, I'm sorry for the way that I lived, I want your peace, and I'll never go back that way again. And here I am today, but the second part was just about overcoming masturbation, and God gave me James 4, 7, which was, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And then he gave me uh, Psalm 1, which says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of Yahweh, um, the light of the Lord, and um he meditates in it day and night and so that was really powerful and so I started reading the bible every day and night, and then I got free but I would recommend listening all of it because there's more detail in all of them so yeah but that's just a summary of that and now I'm free it's been five years I believe five or six years so here I am and I've not masturbated since then but the now the testimony part three is the identity the condemnation um dealing with shame um and just like dealing with all three of those things so that is like very hard because like I know we instantly talk about oh we get free boom and then we forget about the aftermath too and so I was dealing with it um I was dealing with sexuality mentally because like I struggled with that like a lot um and so when you like stop masturbating but your mind is still distorted um it can really mess you up and make you feel terrible about yourself and so it'll make you just feel a little bit you know like away from God a little bit and so during that time um I was struggling I was fighting I was like, oh I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do my mind's all over the place and what I ended up doing was taking a break from watching tv which i know that'd be really hard for a lot of people but that's what i decided to do personally and even though when i did that it was it was a great experience but there were some downfalls to that as well but i really enjoyed um not watching tv because when i came back you know recently like a year or so ago whatever uh some months ago it it's been so great um uh, or yeah a year ago it's just been so great um and just having my boundaries set up but um during the time that I was not watching tv I was going through a lot like I was really angry with God I was mad at him I was frustrated I was like why did you have me go through masturbation like why did you make me go through that why couldn't you just like heal me or like why couldn't you just like free my mind like why couldn't you just this and that just like pretty much angry with him as if it's his fault um yes he's in in control of everything but it doesn't mean that he caused me to sin you know the bible in james it says that god doesn't does not ever tempt us you know he does not ever tempt us by our we're tempted by our own lust and our own desires and enticed by sin and he gives birth to sin and it produces death and so um but anyway, yeah, so, yeah, I was dealing with that, it was a struggle, but without TV, I was still fighting the battle, but then without Christ, because I was still in the mix of that as well, because I was thinking, like, oh, I don't need to pray in the name of Yahweh Shai, or in the name of Jesus Christ, like, I don't need all that, I don't need to do that, whatever, you know, I was just in that mind that I was still struggling and fighting, and so, that was, like, really hard, but, um, I never gave up and i'm glad the father never gave up on me and through prayers most likely i know my family was probably praying for their each family you know uh you know praying for their wife you know praying for my sisters and all that stuff and all this stuff um you know just like all the things you know family is family and they will pray for you if you have that type of family um but um but yeah i definitely was going through that journey and that was really hard because I was in a in a, my world where no one else can really enter and so it was hard for me to make friends even then and it was just so difficult. Um it was just like so difficult. Um and my heart was hardened. I was angry at people, mad at people for no reason and I was just really mad and so I took it out on God, I took it out on other people, I took it out on even myself and um And so, yeah, and then, um, after a year, um, I started to get healed, um, through many complications, but I got healed and, um, healed from not believing in Christ first off, like, or just not, well, what is the word I'm looking for? Not praying in the name of the the mashiach you know the hamashiach and not praying and you know and just thinking like oh i just prayed to the father and that's it. but in actually the bible says if you ask anything in my name um i will give it to you for my father in heaven so um that is a renewed covenant that he made with his people and so and to whoever else who believe and so yeah and so i just thought that was very interesting um but anyway yes so with that, I ran from him, came back, and so when I came back, it was still a work in progress. I was still struggling with condemnation, and um <clears throat> it was, like, really hard. But then, um, it was winter break recently, like, this last winter, which was so long, y'all. But anyway, <laughs> or where I'm from, at least, um, but I... You know, I was trying to develop that relationship with him and that no condemnation, but then going through the next semester, it was so hard because I was going through, really focused so much on me and my problem, or like, wait, hold on, rewind. Um, So when I stopped watching TV, I actually got free from my mental state of sexual thoughts. Um, I'm so sorry. I like went way jumped ahead. I completely forgot, thank you, Father. But I got free from mental like you know, the sexual thoughts and all that stuff, and that has been so great and it's been so freeing and but I still have boundaries of I'm not watching this, I'm not watching that. No, that has too many sex scenes. I'm not trying to fast forward every time or this content is too sexual or like the words and how they use, you know, sexual language. I'm not about to listen to that. I'm not about to wash that you know I'm very strict on that so if you need that you know the father will lead you will lead you to that and so, yeah, and so I stopped watching TV, and then I got a year, and then I went back to it, and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I stopped watching TV, it's so different, but um, definitely, I have strict boundaries of what I watch, I'm like, well, I can't believe I used to watch this, and that, like, that's why I was struggling so much, you know, and so I definitely had stopped watching a lot of things, and so the new things that come out, I'm like, okay, what's in it, what got it, what, what's, what's in it, you know, I want to make sure, and so that has really helped a lot so that has been such a god thing like the father has really helped me with you know overcoming those sexual thoughts because it says in uh not jeremiah in romans 12 2 it says be transformed i said it in the uh king james version as if like i read that one let me read it in the new king james um really quick because it is a little um not that if you read king james is bad but i'm just yeah anyway i'm just saying that i don't even read the king james version and it says new king james it says and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god so i thought that was so powerful and so he really transformed my mind it's like no and even Okay, I'm getting real real. So, when I look at people or, like, even men to the women, like, I'm just being honest. Like, if I see them in an interesting outfit that seems a little bit revealing, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, self-control. You know, um what is the like when guys have their little muscle shirts and I'm thinking like they're causing me to stumble but it's just me you know it was just the 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 renewing of the mind you know and then now I'm so different I'm like oh they're just wearing a tank top like okay I have muscles too like I got that too even though work in progress on the muscles part you know on the arms but anyway um (laughs) um but yeah I yeah I just thought it was like oh they're causing me it's their fault But, um, I'm getting a little toasty with this jacket on. Give me a second. The air turned off. (laughs) But anyway, so, yeah, I was going through that phase where whatever anyone wore, I thought it was their fault. But anything I wore was my fault. So, it was just a lot of that as well. Um, I know that's very controversial. I know modesty is very cool. But to the extreme, to the point that it's your fault or someone else's fault, it can be a bit toxic. But that is another topic that I would like to talk about, but I'm going to pray about that some more because I don't know. But I just know that I was condemning myself, condemning others, condemning a lot, a lot of condemning. And so I need to be free from that. And so um, it has been such a blessing that the Father has helped me, like, to get out of that. I don't really remember how, like, okay, so pretty much what really happened was the father brought me back to a place. Um, his His Holy Spirit reminded me of what happened. He brought me to a place when I was a baby, not a, like a literal baby, but when I was 14, when I first gave my life to him, when I knew nothing. And that's when he revealed to me like, Come back to me as if you're a child, as if you are new and you didn't know anything. And that's what I did, and that's how I got out of the mindset of, oh my gosh, like, I'm causing someone else to stumble, but really it's, or, oh, they're causing me, oh my gosh, like, they're having no clothes on, oh my gosh, like, you know, covering my face, you guys can't see me, but, like, I'm just, like, really reenacting it right now. Or just feeling bad about, like, oh my gosh, I'm causing my brother, like, oh no, like, even though I'm, like, literally have clothes on, you know, Um, and so it can be very toxic, and it really hurt me a lot, and I know the Bible talks about be modest and all this stuff, but, you know, it doesn't to the point where you're saying you're causing someone else to stumble that, no. Um, I think we need to be careful using scripture, that scripture in, I believe, in Romans 14 or First Corinthians. And somewhere in First Corinthians, I don't remember. But just being careful of that because that really hurt me. And I'm not saying if you do that or whatever, you're burning in hell and all that. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying be careful because... Um, a lot of people have been hurt by this, and I've been hurt, and, um, but yeah, just like, but anyway, so what I'm trying to say, testimony, this testimony, part three, is so different than the other ones, but this was just the moment of truth, and plus, I was on Instagram, and that did not help me at all, um, being on Instagram was, like, destroying my life, and plus, it was, like, old things that I used to follow, it was, like, um, Um, like, people I used to follow from high school and, like, even into my old college and all this stuff, and I just needed to get rid of it, but I never did. I thought, like, oh, I'm fine, you know? And so before I get into the social media part, I'm gonna go real real quick to the idea of the modesty part. Like, by the way, yes, I believe in covering my body. I don't really like to show it too much, you know? Um, I believe modesty is my conviction, but um not to the point that I'm thinking I'm causing someone else to stumble, but it's just for me, for God and for his glory. It's not for anybody else. You know, I just want everybody to know that. It's not for anybody else. It's for me. And for me and for God. You know, for the most high. And so I just want y'all to know that in just in case um y'all are like, what? But yeah, 'cause we send we tend to do modesty with the idea that it's supposed to help someone else. But a reality, or to help someone else, excuse me, is supposed to benefit someone else, but actually it benefits the glorification of God. So we need to remember that. Don't, don't focus so much on, oh, I'm not going to cause him to stumble. Hallelujah. Like, no. Focus on, okay, I'm honoring my body unto God, and that is what I'm talking about. But obviously, everyone's modesty has different standards, so I'm not going to put y'all like, oh yeah, this is what I do, this is what I do, no, no, I'm going to do that in another episode, but I just want to encourage y'all, like, whatever modesty journey y'all on, don't do it for people, don't do it for anybody, or not even yourself, do it for the father, you know, and so I just want to encourage y'all, because that really helped me to realize, oh, I'm I'm fine, what I'm doing, like, I'm cool, like, I thought I was losing my mind, I thought I was doing too little to be covered, but I'm literally covered 24-7, so, like, you know, And also those of you who don't dress modestly, Um, you may uh, wear, you know, crop tops and all this. You're not condemned either. God is love. God loves you. And he wants you to come to him too. And and he may transform your heart in the way that you may, he may be like, hey, dress like this instead. He may transform your heart. I don't know. I just know that my journey is so different than everyone else's. And I'm not condemning anybody. So, anyway, next part. So now we're getting to instagram so instagram can be very toxic i personally really like it because i think it's great to connect with people you know you can meet people but it can be toxic when you're always meeting the wrong people you know i'm not saying like i met the wrong people every time but like it can be toxic when you're just looking at people's feed and you're thinking like, oh man, they're just living the best life. Their ministry is so great, this and that, and you're struggling with this, you know. And then you're thinking like, oh, I'm just horrible. I'm this and that. Like, no way I can be used when I'm um, when I've done this and that. And so you just overthink things. But um, but yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah. So. With Instagram, it was just not it. Even recently, like, this is recent, by the way, like, with Instagram, um, it was like a month. I said, Father for the month of May. Heal me, like for the month of May, I was really dedicated. Like, like help me, like help me to be restored back to you completely. Like, where's the confidence I had in you before? Like, what happened? What happened? What happened? You know, and the enemy always, like, when you're confident in the Father, he always comes out of thin air and be like, hey, you know, remember this time when you did this, like, and then you remember and you're like, how are you gonna use me, God? Like, no, (laughs) the Father can use you no matter what you've done. The Father, um you know, how whenever the story in Joseph, um, hmm, sorry, I'm just trying to summarize that story, it's a long story, but his brother sold him into slavery and, you know, they treated him really badly, but it was for the purpose of that whenever he went to Egypt and he became second-hand man, the pharaoh, he would, um, be able to, uh, interpret Pharaoh's dream and he'll be able to uh, And the dream was pretty much explaining that there was going to be seven years of famine and seven years of plenty and that in that year that they seven years of plenty they prepare and all that stuff and so I thought that was very cool and so that was the whole purpose and that in the end he said like God made whatever he made evil Whatever the devil made for evil, he turned it for good because it was evil, but it was like a purpose. It was a humbling experience. It was just a process that joseph had to go through but also it was to benefit his people too so i thought that was really cool but anyway with that being said it's the same thing with when we sin when we stumble when we mess up it's all purposeful it's all for the glory it's all that the father can heal us and even though like of course he doesn't want us to do it but like we're human we mess up and so he wants us to lean on him and that he may turn around and say hey now you can share this and say bless somebody else and so that's what he's been teaching me um yes been some years he's been teaching me this but it's been really recent that he's really pressed in and told me throughout the month of may once i got rid of instagram and really told me like don't compare your life to others don't compare your um uh, status to someone else because like nobody really has like no one receives any glory but him and so yeah that's what I've been learning and so with masturbating with you know thinking sexually with even lusting after people that don't just wearing clothes and they just have like a little you know muscles out or whatever and it's like oh it's not their fault it's me you know um because I feel like um sometimes we over sexualize things too much you know little bit too much um but I'm not saying walk around butt naked let's do it y'all rebel yeah baby like please don't do that please don't do that please don't say it Omega the Israelitist girl on the podcast said do that like please do not do that but anyway yeah so but yeah now my confidence is in the father but then um my problem and then with that, all the in-between things, within the month, like, he has really healed me. He has shown me that my worth is not in people and not, because I didn't, I don't really have a lot of friends. And, like, when I, and I do have a friend, but, like, you know, I'm not hanging out with her all the time. Like, you know how people in college, they promote it so much, you know. And, yes, this all goes into the testimony. Um, um, This all goes in together. Um, because my worth was in masturbating and so when I stopped masturbating I would rely on other people but I didn't have anybody but I tried to rely on God but then it was hard when I went to college because everyone had friends but I didn't but my worth was just looking for friends and not necessarily in God and not in the most high and my focus was so much on friends that I forgot like father what do you need me to do here or what do you need me to do there and then father help me with friends like uh, bless me with some friends that I need to be around me instead I was just so focused on oh everyone's making friends so I could be their friend but then it didn't work and then this didn't work and then that didn't work and it just nothing was working and so um my father is so gracious and so full of compassion and and abounding in mercy and when he showed me this during the month of may he showed me and just a little bit before that just like don't put your worth in someone else like don't put your friendship as if that's you you know replacing what you used to do what you used to do emotionally damaged you but i've i want to restore that um, with you, and that I am your confidence, that sexual thoughts are not your confidence, that masturbating is not your confidence, now, and then, and then moving on to the friendship, friendships, and your family, and all that, is not your confidence, but I am your confidence, I, Yahweh, B'Hashem, Yahweh Shai, the Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, is your confidence, and so, I think, uh, thank you, Father, that, um, but yes, I, I've learned that so strongly this like past month, and now it's June, and it's been such a blessing because I'm really walking in it, and, and really it's just such a relieving. Of course, it's some days where I'm like, oh, I feel horrible, like, I feel like my life is over, like, and then I get back up and try to, like, get back up again. That's normal life. Life hits you really hard, but we just always get back up, and we know where the word stands, and so yeah, and also, um yeah and so confidence also can't be in your career and what you do your confidence can be in you can't replace something okay so i've learned this you can't replace your old patterns with something different to replace that thing thinking that that will help you be confident but it has to be the most high the most high is our confidence the scripture that he gave me i believe it's proverbs i forgot i'm, I'm gonna look it up really fast Alright, I found it. Proverbs fourteen twenty six in the New King James Version. Um, and then it says, In the fear of Yah, there is strong confidence, and His children will, will have a place of refuge. And so, and then also verse 27 says, The fear of Yah is a fountain of life, to turn one away from the snares of death. I love that. So good but, um, uh, my confidence, our confidence must be in the most high, and, like, it's not in our sin, it's not in our past, it's not in our present of the things that we like, like, oh, we got money, or we got, uh, fame, or we got this status, like, that is not our confidence, our confidence isn't for people to recognize us, or our confidence isn't for us to get on Instagram and post as if, like, people gotta know who we are, like, that is not our confidence, our confidence is in the most high, who gives us that confidence in Christ that, um, And I just think that is so powerful because even Paul, um, an example, he was so confident and sure of his assignment that no one else can say nothing to him. He knew what God said. He knew what his assignment was that nobody could tell him nothing. He meant, like, he was very confident. Like, no, I'm reaching the Jews, the non-Jews. I'm reaching the slave to the free. I'm reaching everybody and they mama. He said, I do not care what y'all say. The father says this. You know, and so I think that's so powerful, which will be another topic of course, but I'm just giving you an example of what Paul was so confident in the father in the gospel and so confident and sure in the faith in Hamashiach, Yahweh Jesus Christ. Like he just he just knew like his confidence and that's where we all have to get at. You know, it's so hard. I'm not saying I don't struggle some days, like no like I mentioned before like some days I'm just like oh whatever my life is over but then I get back up and I'm like yay you know father help me give me strength yeah 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 you know I'm like all ready to go um but um but yeah so um but I would say that sorry (laughs) and so I really feel so blessed because like I would have never thought I would share this. I've been wanting to share this, but I've been so condemned of myself, and I've been condemning myself, making myself feel bad that what I've done in the past has really harmed my relationships. But in reality, what has harmed me was condemning myself, believing that that's what I am, that's what I was, and I always want people, I always want to be around people, always. Not really. I like being by myself, like. (laughs) I really do like I really enjoy it But then I also love people I really love people But not to the point where that's my identity You know and, and I mentioned before in college and stuff like they are so obsessed especially at my school at ORU it's a Christian university so like they're like community community but don't forget they, they, they advertise so much community and get involved in all this stuff but they have to remember that our identity does not come in the things that we do the involvement has to be the assignment that God has called us not because everyone's saying get involved into the um, and into the um, uh, clubs and all this stuff but it has to be but the father's design and the call that he set for us and if it's not the call then don't sign up if he's if someone says if they if you've been rejected from those assignments then just say oh well all praises the father may have something better for me don't be discouraged don't feel like or don't say don't be discouraged like it's just like not supposed to be no i'm just saying please stay encouraged and know that the father is with you and like Your identity is not in what you do and how many clubs you join. Like, if you're in college, trust me, like, I am in college, I'm a senior, and I've been going through this all these years. Um, And it's been so hard because all they do is say, oh, this club, that club, this thing, that, shove it in your face, missions, outreach, da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, you don't have to join that. If the Father says no, I don't want you to go there then don't go on a missions trip. Don't try and sign up or don't try and join an outreach. Like, don't do that, you know? Like, just stay where you are. And, like, this podcast, like, I kept forsaking it, of course, and... Also because I didn't know what to do with it. But just like I was going through a lot as well. So yeah. And so this is great. If the father calls you to do a podcast. Do that. But don't do it because someone else is doing it. And you're trying to find something to do. But do it. Like obviously if you're trying to find something. The call like father what am I called to do? Like oh that'd be great. Because that's what happened to me. When I found out about podcasts. I was like this is it. Like I just knew that was it. And if that is the thing. Whatever thing that you find. That is your thing. Like whether writing a book. Or uh, writing articles whatever, because um, sometimes you may not start off with the book, you may start off with the article, or whatever, and so, whatever your call is, let that be, the Father use you for that, but don't let it be your identity, and so, yeah, and so don't don't get wrapped up into the club thing, and all this stuff, like, because that will wear you out, like, it wore me out, it, it drove me insane, to the point that I couldn't even do my podcast, At the point where I couldn't even hear the father and what he really wanted me to do because i was so focused on grades and all this stuff that i could not see the assignment or see my worth not the assignment but my worth in him and see what i need to do for him and um and really all i need to do is trust him and be with him and be in his bosom and as the yahweh shy jesus was in the bosom of the father i just need to be in the bosom of christ just be right there and he's with me and so i just encourage y'all please so kindly get close to the father i know it may seem so simple like but for the past month when I ma- Okay, I'm going to rewind a little bit. When I masturbated, I'm kind of telling you a little bit of Test Part 3, but I said 21 days to break a habit, and that's what I did. And I said, Father, for the month of May, I am going to break that lack of confidence in you. And lo and behold, boom. And He has done so many great things for me, and I give Him the glory. Whether He gives and takes away from me, I just know I trust Him because I know that He's the one that gives and takes away. I know that He's the one that provides and sometimes may make me walk a mile down the street to get that provision, but I know He will provide. And so I think that, I think that I'm think to that point where I'm like, no, even if I didn't, like, because I work at a job where you have to get sales, um and so I'm like no I don't even though I didn't get a cell that day I because I only work two days so like you know and so I'm like no I'll get one the father's gonna bless me one day one day it'll come out of thin air it'll come out of nowhere and I'll just get a cell and then I'll get another one and another one and if I don't get another one back to back then that's okay the father's gonna do it he's gonna help me get one and so that's where I am right now of course I have my days where I'm like oh why can't I get a cell like this is so annoying but it is a blessing the father is still blessing you that day the father is still blessing you that day blessing you if you didn't get the grade that you wanted he still blessed you if you didn't get the sale that you wanted he still blessed you and so with that being said i want to end with romans um romans chapter eight and i'm gonna read the new king james version i know that a lot of other versions are pretty juicy too but i'm just gonna simply read the new king james version it's pretty long pretty lengthy so bear with me but i would like to end it on that note And before I end it, actually, um, I just want to say that through all this, through all the things that I've been through, and the message is trust God. Trust that He is your confidence and our confidence, like making sure that He is our priority. And so if you got anything else out of this message, trust the Father. Trust in Him. And not just trust Him of the things that you're called to do. Yes, that, but trust that He is your love. He is your first love and yes and I also would like to read that scripture as well but um yes and that also was a scripture that helped me as well and so I'm gonna read those scriptures um the scriptures that helped me out and Romans 8 was very helpful um and so I'm gonna read that and then also I'm gonna read um it's in first John 4 but I'm not gonna read the whole thing um, but I'm just gonna read the part that really stuck out and that I hope it'll bless you guys. I know this part is probably like dang she didn't read the whole Bible, but no guys, it's juicy. The Bible is word, it's the word of life, it is powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It can devour uh the intents of the heart, it can expose the intents of the heart, it can reveal to you your your uh things that you need to go like the things that you're going through, the things that you need healing from, like Because without that word, without me spending time with him in that Bible, I would have never known I needed healing. And so um, I I think that's just so important. So I know that. But if you follow along, I think it would be so much juicier, so much easier. But if you're doing something, I think that will be helpful as well. Because I definitely like listening to podcasts when I'm doing something. Especially when I'm at work, if I have to clean or something, it will help put on some earphones or whatever. And just start listening to something. And so that really helps me out a lot okay now we're in romans 8 and so it's the whole chapter it is so juicy and i hope you bear with me it is 39 verses so here we go so there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in hamashiach christ jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh. Yehovah God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please Yehovah. But, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Yehowishai, Jesus, from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you therefore brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are sons of god for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out abba father The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to to fertility not willingly but because of him who subjected it in hope because the creation itself also be will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of god for we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains together until now not only that but we also who have the firstfruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Hallelujah now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of the father to the will of god excuse me and we know that all things work together for good to those who love Yahweh, to those who are called according to his purpose for whom he before knew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren moreover whom he predestined these he also called whom he called these he also justified and whom he justified these he also glorified hallelujah what then shall we say to these things if god is for us who can be against us he who does not—excuse me—he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against Yahweh's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen. Who is, who is even at the right hand of of God, who also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We are ca- we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in HaMashiach, Shai, Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Adonai. That is so good, y'all. So juicy. Now I'm going to go to... um first john chapter four and i'm going to read Hmm. i'm gonna read the whole thing actually (laughs) hold on one second actually i'm gonna read the whole thing i feel led to read the whole thing and i hope it blesses you um it is 21 verses um so i hope you guys enjoy it so now first john four uh verse one says beloved do not believe every spirit, but test his spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Yahweh HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming, and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God, he who knows Yahweh hears us, and he who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows Yahweh. He who does not love does not know Yahweh, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Hallelujah. In this, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Hallelujah beloved if yahweh so loved us we also ought to love one another hallelujah no one has seen god at any time if we love one another god abides in us and his love has been perfected in us by this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testified that the father has sent the son as savior of the world Whoever confesses that Yahweh Jesus is the son of Yahweh of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Hallelujah if someone says i love god and hates his brother he is a liar for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen how can he love god whom he has not seen in this commandment we have from him that he who loves god must love his brother also so with that being said that those are the scriptures that the fathers blessed me with and gave me such a bigger picture and it has been such a blessing and that was so juicy. It was like so juicy, even though I've read it so many times, it was so juicy reading it to you guys. And then just like the Father's still talking to me through those scriptures now. And so. I just want to encourage y'all just to know that the father loves you, he he is love. And if someone ever told you anything else, do not listen to those ear those that voice, excuse me, and allow your ears to block that out and say, No, God says God is love. No, it says no, it says in uh, 1 first John four, God is love. No, it says that his perfect love casts out fear. Like begin to combat that lie, um, with the truth which is the father's word and I just hope that you guys stay encouraged and also I would like to read y'all one more thing which I didn't expect to read but speaking of combating the enemy with the word whenever temptation comes or the thoughts of condemnation or the thoughts of feeling horrible about yourself um, I thought about it is Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 19 so it's not the whole chapter above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that i may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador and chains that in it i may speak boldly as i ought to speak so good and then i want to leave you guys with one more scripture and then i think it should be over (laughs) and so with ending this i just want to encourage y'all please just read like please read your bible i'm not making you read the bible like you better read your bible but please read your bible it really helps with whatever you're going through and just know that me overcoming masturbation led now the shame and then now I'm free from that and it's been so great I'm not saying it's been so perfect but I've been making sure to remind myself of the word and so with Hebrews 4 it's a scripture I mentioned before but I never really read it word for word it's Hebrew 4 verse 12 And it says for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So I just hope that this encourages you and that you guys will. be blessed and then i'm gonna read verse 13 and it says and there is no creature hidden from his sight but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account and so i hope you guys are encouraged i know that um you know we are not condemned because we are in christ that we are children of the most high that he is love like he loves us and he wants us to read that bible to combat whatever is in our hearts to redeem that and to heal that not just to say oh you did this wrong but he also wants us to know like hey you know i'm i'm your first love hey you're not condemned i'm not condemned you go and sin no more you know like it's just so beautiful like how he works and 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 that was that story is in um uh, John chapter eight, and it's so good about the woman who is in a, who committed adultery, and I'm not sure if like you know if really they falsely accused her or not, but she committed adultery, and um and they were all like trying to throw stones at her, like didn't the uh, Torah say like you gotta kill them and blah 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 whoever commits adultery, and he you know you know waited a while and they kept bothering him and then he said he who has no sin cast the first stone at her first and so then um they were like quiet and backed away see that's grace that's what christ came for grace he didn't come for us to be condemned he didn't come for us to be stoned you know he came for us to be redeemed and that's so good and um yeah, and then um and th- then in the end he said, Oh, are they not bothering you anymore? You know I'm summarizing, they not bothering you anymore? And she said, No And then he said, Oh, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And that is so beautiful to me. I love that scripture so much. And yes, please go look at it in John 8. I'm going to put the scriptures in the description as well of what I'm referring to. So that you guys can be like, wait, what was the scriptures? Oh man, I don't know what part she said it on. So then you guys can have it. Um, but, um, But yeah, I am super grateful, super blessed. And I just... I just feel so blessed to be able to share this with y'all not because i'm so great but because i never thought i would get there you know it took forever but by the grace of the most high here i am sharing this with y'all and also an encouragement of someone else to to tell me to go ahead and do it it took me forever because i've been procrastinating thinking i ain't got time but I, I have all the time i'm in summer school i'm in summer school i'm on summer break like what am i doing like absolutely nothing so anyway um, <laughs> the enemy really makes you distracted. So beware of that as well of distractions. And so I just want to encourage y'all read your Bibles. Trust the Father and know that He loves us and He really wants a relationship with us. And you just confess your sins to Him and He'll take you from that journey and say, Okay, now, hey, so you can stop doing this. Now, here's how you can stop. Here's, hey, get rid of that. And then He'll replace it with His goodness, with His word. He will never take away something from you to give you a curse. And so no he is full of blessings and so amazing and when i say blessings i'm not just talking about material things i'm talking about spiritual things and just how amazing he is and he just gives us all the bread that we need all the food we need and it's just so great and like when i when i say the bread and the food i meant like (laughs) i meant like the spiritual food sorry and so yeah um but yeah, that is all. I really enjoyed this episode, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing another episode about another topic that is very controversial, but I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this time, but i just been all over the place, and now here I am stable, and then I can take this all into the next semester, and I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about it because it needs to be brought up, and so I'm very excited for you guys to listen and, and to keep listening to the episodes. And sorry for rambling at the end. But anyway, I hope you guys are encouraged. And I'll see you guys in my next one. All praises to the Most High God. Yahweh, B'Hashem, Yahweh Shai. Father in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you guys. Bye.